0: the things that you want to do that make you happy each day. If you're like me, maybe you beat yourself up a little bit because you didn't do all the things that you wanted to do every day. Or maybe you had a list of things to get done and you got one, maybe two things done. Or... If you're like me on some days, maybe you didn't get anything done on your list at all. I just want you to know that that's okay because I know that you're doing your very best and it's okay if every day isn't the most productive day you've ever had. Because if we're being honest with ourselves, sometimes we just need a break. And I want you to know that it's okay to take breaks when you need them. A very good friend of mine once said that when your body needs a break, sometimes you'll get very sleepy. Or you'll feel like you only have 70%, 50%, or even less energy. And that's your body trying to say it's okay to slow down. So I just wanted to encourage you today before I read you to sleep. And tonight, I thought I would read to you from Gargantua and Pantagruel again. I know it's a little bit racier than some of the other things that I read to you, but if you're like me, you probably don't mind if books are a little cheeky every now and again. Quite like my copy of Carcatuan Pantagruel. I may have shared this with you last time, but this is an earlier edition that I have. And I actually bought this at a very well, from the outside, it looks very small. It reminds me a lot of the TARDIS from Doctor Who. It's much bigger on the inside than it is on the outside the outside is very deceiving. So this book has a lot of really good memories for me in it because I love going to bookshops to see what I can find. And this particular book came with a lovely box. It's a bit beaten up, but I think that's okay because it does make a very lovely sound last time today. Therefore, how Gargamel, big swollen with gargantua, ate an abundance of drape. The occasion and manner of Gargamel's delivery were as I am about to relate. If you do not believe me, may your vent peg slip, may your stopper fail, your rectal organ, your fundament fall. And your flue pipe collapse. This is exactly what happened to Gargamel on February 3rd after dinner. And why? Because she had eaten too abundantly of tripe. Of that tripe which comes from beeves, from beeves which are fatted in their stalls and put to graze in meadows and meadows which bear two crops of grass each year. three hundred and sixty-seven thousand and fourteen of these fat beefs had been slaughtered. They were to be salted on Shrove Tuesday, so that there would be pressed beef aplenty that spring for the invocation of thirst and its subsequent exorcisation by wine. There was an abundance of tripe, as you may imagine, which succulent tripe it was, too, that everyone licked his fingers with glee. But there was a rub, and a four devil power rub at that. Alas, the tripe could not be kept on hand long, or else it would spoil a most disagreeable thought. They, therefore, decided to guzzle it all down to the last scrap. For fear of leaving any, they summoned all the citizensry of Sinai, Sule, La Roche, Clermont, and Vagaudry, without forgetting their friends from Cordray, Montpensier, and Guy, David, and other neighbors. All accomplished toss-pots, fellows, and ha, fine queue-drivers, skilled tail-bushers, all. That dear man, Grand mightily pleased their company. Ordered meat by the ton, wine by the thousand gallons, no pains were spared to honor his guests but he did caution his wife to eat sparingly. Since she was near her time and in her condition, tripe was not exactly the most suitable diet. Whoever eats the skins of these chitterlings, he announced, is an unparalleled turd chewer. Despite his warnings, Gargamel consumed sixteen quarters, two bushels, and six pecks in cases, barrels, and pots. La, the sweet vocality that must have swelled up within her. After dinner, they all made helter-skelter for la sauce, a meadow planted with willow trees. Here, on the soft greensward, they danced so gleefully to the tune of airy flutes and melodious bagpipes. That to watch them was a most heavenly pastime. Chapter Five. Palaver of the Potulent. Then they returned to Straight Straightway the flagons danced to jig, hams were trotted out, goblets began to fly, carafes to caper, and glasses to tinkle. Draw my wine, boy. Give me my glass. Fill mine up. Water in mine, please. I want mine without, so, friend. Polish off that glass, lad. Drink up, look sharp now. Produce the evidence, vin rose, bailiff, and let the grass weep from the fullness of its heart. A truce to thirst, wine is victorious. Ha! shall I ever be rid of the false fever that parches my throat? upon my word gammer my darling i can't feel my way into drinking oh you've taken cold my sweet i so i have i'm thinking by the belly of bacchus let's talk about drinking i only drink in my hours capricious i am like the pope's mule pass me that flask shaped like a breviary i'll drink no other wine man, I, I'll have breviary wine. I, like a fine Franciscan father's superior. Which came first, thirst or drinking? Thirst came first. Who would have thought of drinking without being thirsty in the age of innocence? Drink came first. Per Prevaggio, perseverant, habitum. Says the law. Privation of something presupposes being accustomed to it. A clerk, I. Fecundi calices quem non vereque desertum. Or, as put it aptly, the cups of the talkative, but not the eloquent. The age of innocence, you say. We poor innocents drink all too much without being thirsty. You innocents drink without being thirsty. Well, I'm only a miserable sinner, but I'd not drink unless I were dry. Pa, if I'm not thirsty when I drink, I forestall my thirst. I drink to slink the thirst to come. I drink everlastingly. An eternity of drink, a drinking of eternity. A song, a drink, Let us sing a religious corral. Who'll corral wine into my glass? Oh, a drinking by proxy, it seems. My glass is empty. Do you wet your whistle for the pleasure of being dry later, or do you let yourself get parched for the pleasure of wetting your whistle? Bah, I know nothing of theory, but when it comes to practice, I'm not so badly off. Make haste, my boy, my glass. I wet, I dampen, I moisten, I humect my gullet, I drink, and all for fear of dying of aridity. Drink up, you'll never die. Unless I drink, I desiccate. Desiccation means death. My soul will fly to seek the moisture of a frog pond, for the soul, says St. Augustine, cannot dwell in a dry place. Oh, butlers, O wine stewards, creators of new substantial forms— make of the abstainer that I am a non-perial drinker. May I be perennially macerated in wine, through these my sear and sinewy guts. He drinks in vain, who does not enjoy it. This potion runs through my veins, my pissing tool shall have none of it. I'll gladly wash the tripe of the calf I dressed this very morning. What calf, my belly, dressed how? for the table. I have ballasted my stomach chokeful. If the parchment of my wits drink as avidly as I do, no trace of writing would remain upon them. Then, sirs, what bitter wine my creditors would taste when called upon to produce the evidence of my debts. It's your hand makes your nose red, you raise it too often t- to your lips. Ah, how many more beakers shall enter here, the er- This one flow out of me. You'll scrape your snout against the bottom if you drink so shallow. What are these flagons there for? Decoy birds, I say. What is the difference between a bottle and a flagon? A vast difference. The bottle's a spirited man who will need but lighting cork to keep him from spilling. A flagon's a spigoted woman who will need hard screwing to keep her from spitting. Ah, well said, friend. Our fathers drank lustily and emptied their pots. Well hummed, well bummed, a fine movement of music and vowels. Now let us drink up. This round will wash your guts for you. Have you anything to send to the river? That's where tripe is washed. Give this drink your message. I drink no more than a sponge. I drink like a night temple. Sponge, eh? Well, I drink tamquam sponges, like a bridegroom. And I see a terra sin aqua, like earth without water. Hey there, give me a synonym of the word ham. A subpoena served upon thirst, a compulsory instrument in the jurisprudence of drinking, a pulley too. You use a pulley to get your wine down into the cellar and ham to get it down into your belly. Oh, oh, lad, come here, come here, another drink. I've not my full complement of cargo. Respis this personam, respect the person, von pro duos, four for two. You marvel that I say duos for dubos. that I, in a erudite man, make such an error. Let me tell you that boost is obsolete. Jebus means I have drunk in the past, while our drinking is forever conjugated in the present tense. If I could up my limbs as well as down my liquor, I'd be pacing the ceiling long ago. Drinking made our magnates wealthy, drinking makes our bodies healthy. This Bacchus won the realm of Ind, this Vasco found that mine of gold, Melin. A touch of rain allays a lot of wind, long tipping breaks the thunder. Would you suck my left bollock if I fiddled out such liquor? I always hold it after drinking. Here, boy, a drink, ho! I herewith submit my credentials, certificated by process of law as a candidate for your favors. Drink up, Will, there's a mugful still. I herewith file a brief of appeal against thirst as abusive. Boy, grant it formally, and proceed with the hearing. That last bit of bacon, pass it over. In the old days, I used to drink my wine to the last drop. Now at times, I never leave anything in the glass. Here's stripe worth staking money on, and chitterlings you do well to stay with. Where do they come from? from the black streaked tin color oxen of this region. For God's sake, friends. Let us dispatch this meat to the last pretzel. Drink, or you'll see what I'll No, no, enough. Drink, I beg you. Sparrows won't eat unless you tap their tails, and I'll not drink unless you treat me politely. Lagona etatara say the Basquez, Bring me a drink, friend, in all my body there's not a hole or warrant for thirst to flee to you, without this wine ferreting it out. Ha! Huh, this drought will whip my thirst up, this one will drown mine utterly. Let us proclaim to the music of flagons and bottles that whoever has lost his thirst need not look for it here. We have voided it out of doors thanks to prolonged and laxative libations. "'God, in his greatness, made the Milky Way. "'We made the Winnie. "'God made the comment, "'We drink its wine. "'The Savior's words are on my lips. "'Sidio, I thirst. "'The stone called asbestos "'is not more unquenchable than my thirst. "'Give me to drink. "'Am I not your holy father?' "'Appetite comes as you eat,' "'said Bishop Hengist of Lamont. "'But thirst vanishes as you drink.' Who knows the remedy for thirst? I do. You know how to treat a dog bite. Well, do exactly the opposite. Always run after a dog and you'll never be bitten. Always drink before you're thirsty and you'll never be so. I've caught you. You're asleep. Wake up, men. O oh, steward eternal. keep us from stewing in the juice of sleep. Argus had a hundred eyes to see with. A steward needs a hundred hands like briarious pour wine indefatigably let us soak up the dry thereafter's proud sport white wine for me white pour up pour it all out in the devil's name pour over here to the brim my tongue is peeling drink up Meinfried, your good health sculpture here's to you mate joy and ardor Oh, Lacrima Christi. Oh, tears of Christ. That wine comes from La Divinere. It's made of the dark grape. Oh, what a doosome little white wine it is. Aye, but my soul it's soft as velvet on the stomach. Ah, oh, that velvet has a rich nap, a smooth texture, and a fine finish. Luck to you, comrade. In this game, I've done plenty of raising. Your elbow, eh? but I'm several tricks ahead, and will not lose the hand. Ex hoc, en out of my bottle, into the mouth. Gentlemen, there's no magic to it, you all saw me. At this job, I'm a past master. Ahem, a masked pastor. Hail to all tosspots, pity the thirsty. Here, my good lad, fill up my glass to the top boy, Ground the wine, I pray you. Poor friend, will have my glass red as a cardinal's cape. Natural abhorrent vacuum. Nature abhors emptiness. Mine is empty, a fly couldn't find a drink in it. Let's drink up like fiddlers, like lords, like Bretons. Polish off this liquor, come clean as a whistle. Drink deep, sallow full. Here is a tonic, a sovereign remedy. Here is ambrosia. Chapter 6 The Strange and Wonderful Manner of Gargantua's Birth While they were thus engaged in pleasant talk about drinking, Gargamel began to feel slightly upset in her lower parts. Grangusier immediately rose from the grass and proceeded to comfort her most feelingly. She must now be in travail, he suspected, so he told her to lie down on the grass. Under the willows, and expect shortly to see a pair of new feet next to her own. She must, therefore, pluck up her courage at the prospect of the babe's arrival. Though the pain was somewhat grievous, it would be brief. More, her joy when it was over would banish even the memory of what she had suffered. I can prove it to you, he said, for God, that is our Savior, says, in the Gospel according to St. John, Chapter Sixteen: A woman in travail hath sorrow because her hour is come, but as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish. Ha, Carmel broken, you speak nobly. I derive greater pleasure and profit in hearing such thoughts from the gospel than in listening to the life of Saint Marguerite, or to other like cant prescribe for women in childbearing. Courage, girl, Gringo continued. All you need is the courage of a sheep. Dispatch this boy, and we shall soon be busy making another. Ha, she countered, it's easy for you men to dismiss it so lightly. Ah, well, by the help of God, I shall strive my utmost, since such is your wish, Gringo But would to God it had been cut off you, "'What?' asked Rangusir. "'Ha,' she said. "'What an innocent you are. "'You heard what I said.' Do, "'Do you mean my member?' he cried. "'Splug, if you wish it, I'll have a nice brought me.' "'Oh, never, God forbid. "'God forgive me. "'I didn't speak it from my heart, "'so don't take any notice of what I said. "'But I shall be having plenty of work today "'unless God come to my aid.' and all because of your member, that you might have pleasure. Courage, courage, he urged, the worst is over. Once the plow is out of the mire, sit tight and let the four front oxen do the pulling. For my part, I'm off to swivel a few more draughts of wine. Meantime, should any harm befall you, I shall be nearby. Halloo through your hands, and I shall rush to your side. A few moments later, she began to groan. Lament and cry out. Suddenly, crowds of midwives came rushing up from all directions. Peeling and groping her below, they found certain loose shreds of skin of a rather unsavory odor, which they took to be the child. It was, on the contrary, her fundament which had escaped with the mollification of her right intestine. You call it the bugamut. Because she had eaten too much tripe. As I had explained above. Thereupon, a grimy old baggage of the company who had come from Brespaille near Saint Genoux three score years before and was reputed to be a great chief physician administered and astringent. So horrible was this restrictive medication that obstructed and contracted the sphincters of Gargamel's vents and flues until you could hardly have pried them open with your teeth. A truly revolting thought this, but once suggested by the story of the devil at St. Martin's Mass, noting down the chatter of two trollops, and with his teeth stretching the parchment he wrote on, in a vain effort to keep up with them. As a result of Cargamel's discomfort, the coglidions of the placenta of her matrix were enlarged, the child leaping through the breach and entering the hollow vein ascended through a diaphragm to a point above her shoulders. Here the vein divides in two. The child accordingly worked his way in a sinistral direction to issue finally through the left ear. No sooner born, he did not, like other babes, cry, Way, way! But in a full, loud voice, called Drink, 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 as though inviting the company to fall too. What is more, he shouted so lustily that he was heard throughout the regions of Booze and uh, Bibioros, which, in sound of folks, and how the gassels pronounce biviris. Now, I suspect that you do not thoroughly believe this strange nativity. If you do not, I care but little, though an honest and sensible man always believes what he is told. And what he finds written, does not Solomon say in Proverbs 13.15, Innocence credit omni verbo, the innocent believe that every word, and does not St. Paul 1 Corinthians 13 declare, Charitas omnia credit, charity believeth all. Why should you not believe what I tell you? Because you reply there is no evidence. And I reply in turn that for this very reason you should believe with perfect faith, for the gentlemen of the savan say that faith is the argument of non-evident truths. Is anything I have related beyond our faith or law contrary to our reason or opposed to divine scriptures? For my part, I find nothing in the Holy Bible that stands against it, and if such had been the will of God would you affirm that he could not accomplish it? Ha! Uh, I pray you do not envy and bramble your minds with such vain conceits. I tell you that nothing is impossible to God, and to be but pleased women would henceforth give birth to their children through the left ear. Was not Bacchus engendered at the very thigh of Jupiter? Was not roquetelad, or cleft rock ushered into the world through his mother's heel, did not Crocomosh or croncholay first see the light out of his nurse's slipper, was not minerva progenerated out of the brain and through the ear of jupiter, was not the bark of a myrrh tree brought to bed of adonis, and did not an eggshell laid and hatched by leda extravaste, eh? Castor, and Pollux into being. You would be infinitely more surprised and stunned were I presently to expose you to the entire chapter in which Pliny deals with fantastic and unnatural births. Yet I am not nearly so accomplished a liar as he was. Read his natural history. Book 7, Chapter 3, Yourselves do not plague me further with the subject. And that concludes tonight's bedtime story, and I hope you forgive some of the racier passages and some of my mispronunciations. Some of the words in here are quite unique, and if I am honest... It's the first time that I'm seeing some of these words and pronouncing them out loud. I don't know if you've ever had this come up where you've read a word so often that you've decided it sounds a very certain way in your head. And then you go to speak it out loud. And you come to find out that the way you've been pronouncing that word is not actually how it's pronounced at all. So I do apologize if I mispronounced anything, although there is one word here that I think I'd like to try reading through again, if you don't mind, because it is quite long. And I think it's actually pronounced Ambiguimbrangle, Ambiguimbrangle. A-M-B-I-G-U-E-M-B-R-A-N-G-L-E. Ambi-Q and Pringle. ambigu and If you know how to pronounce that, and if I'm doing it very incorrectly, please let me know. You can actually send me voice messages in Anchor, um, on the Anchor website. So, if you would like to do that, to tell me how to pronounce that word correctly, by all means, please correct me. There's nothing that feels quite so silly is reading a word out loud that you don't know how to say and someone else knows how to say it. and You can almost see on their face, oh no, I have made a mistake. So I hope you'll forgive me if I've made a mistake with my pronunciation. But I hope by now that you are very snuggled up in your bed and that you are all relaxed and ready to sleep if you're not asleep already. I do want to remind you that you can always send me messages or reading requests if there's something that you would like for me to read or if you have a story idea. I'm always very happy to accept any requests that you may have, and you can send this to me at anchor.fm, or you can message me on Twitter. You're welcome to follow me on Twitter as well. I post all of my uploads there, and i I have periodic updates throughout the week to let you know when a new recording is up. But for now, I would like to wish you good night, good night, and sweet dreams.